0: Mr. and Miss America, all the ships at sea. Ed Sheehan for Colony Confidential. Summer school is powered by Nobi.
1: Today, we're going to get you caught up on some things. We're having a good time. <laughs> I hope you
0: enjoy this episode of Colony Confidential. We're
1: at the official location where Ed Sheehan buried his grandson <laughs> in trees and shrubs at potentially the height of tick season. I think the statute of limitations on that ran out, didn't it? No, 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 no. So they decided to play a game of hide-and-seek, and, seek, and uh, Grandpa Ed thought it would be hilarious. Avery would never be found, but he knew where he was. I was and there, w- where too. where he was not able to be found, I was like, Dad, where is he? He was like, he's over here. And he was buried in dirt, shrubs, and grass. And I was like, "Damn!" And there was no ticks on him. Well, thankfully. I was like, Dad, well, you were in pest control for 30 some, 40 40-some-odd years, whatever it was. You didn't think of ticks? In hindsight,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so my son gets up. We strip him, strip him naked in October on the front lawn of the it wasn't property. It was in October. Right what was it?
0: It was uh, late September.
1: October, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, October. Late September, October, same shit. Either way, it was about 55 degrees and my son was naked in the lawn of the property right now and thankfully had no ticks on we're getting into the height of tick season right now you really just need to be diligent with children especially
0: not only that you need to be careful of your dog possibly a cat too but primarily a dog when you walk it so anyway american dog tick one of the ways that you know you can sell a job because people are like well how bad is it that's pretty bad like this american dog tick He's affected with Rocky Mounted Spotted Fever, Tularemia, and can cause tick paralysis. So you want your kids out playing in the yard when this guy's hanging around? I don't think so. It might sell a job for you. It's good to know why they're dangerous. You have to educate the customer. It isn't you just go in here and spray and everything. Do a survey and come back and tell them, listen, here's how we can solve this. It would be helpful if you stop feeding these animals because there could be ticks on them. We've got to cut back your grass shorter than three inches. And it would be helpful if you move some of your plants at least three or four feet away from your foundation. So sun can hit near the foundation. Not only good for ticks, but good that dry out that foundation will for a host of other occasional insects. This is what you can do. You can do a tick drag, which is a... A white sheet you pull through and all the ticks are there, they jump on you. Do not wear white socks when you're going in an area where there's ticks. In, because they're attracted to white, so you don't want to wear no white socks. The white sheet or
1: whatever you're going to drag through there, they're attracted to that. So no white socks. Another thing that a lot of fish and wildlife people do is they create those feeding stations Really. for the deer. Um. And when the deer push their head through to eat, they get a coat of the pesticide to kill any ticks on them.
0: So, how does that affect the deer?
1: I'm sure Peter hates it. Then it must be good. If they hate it, it's good. Did you hear about this? This is what we're talking about, constant training. And For the first time in 80 years, we got an invasive tick species, and there's concern of a new vector, a new tick vector. The CDC is involved in tracking it. The number one thing to do is prevention, clean up that leaf litter. Being that we live in a state that it's only tick season, maybe for how many longer months? Longer, longer now. now. Six months? Yeah, now it's longer. Longer now. As I tell people, God loves exterminators.
0: He has now extended the time that we can make more money off ticks.
1: On to the next question. Flies in a studio apartment, one got in my fridge. The only place I can keep food now that I have so many in my condo. Do they die in the fridge or can they just keep a nest there? I really can't eat anymore that I have this problem and I just sealed off my kitchen drain after pouring down baking soda and hot vinegar and water. I need somewhere to keep my food. Can they build a nest in drains? Only anywhere like under a table. Can they build a nest in drains? Only anywhere else like under a table. So, the key to this is identifying the actual fly that it is. Once you identify the type of fly, then you could figure out what its habits are, where it nests, and what that that would be where you would start to really look for it. So you really kind of do need a pest management professional to tell you what type of fly it is. Is it a green bottle? Is it a blue bottle? Is it a, a fruit fly? Is it a black-eyed fruit fly? Is it a fungus gnat? Is it a drain fly? A true drain fly? There's so many different things that it could be and once you know what it is, then you can know the treatment process and in true IPM form, if you're willing to wait a few days, you may be able to get away with no real pesticide depending on the it is, what type of fly it is by just eliminating the source or sources. And to answer the question, yes, various types of flies can breed and nest in a drain. There are ways to treat that, cleaning the drain, foaming the drain. A pest management professional would be best to foam it because they'd be able to use products that you would not as a, as a homeowner or a business owner. Um, do they live in the fridge? It's probably too cold for them, but When I was in Italy, Skunjil, you remember Francesco, right? Yeah. When I was in Italy, Francesco was young-ish. He was young-ish. He caught a fly, put it in the freezer, right? Yeah. And then was like, and he knew that we were in pest control even though I was still young. I wasn't really in it yet, but they knew. He was like, watch this. So he takes the frozen fly out of the freezer, puts it on the table, Takes a magnifying glass, yeah, and shines it on the thing. While he's doing it, he's like a surgeon. He's like, you know, you can't do it a little bit too much, cause then you burn it and you kill it. We're just, we're just thawing it out. And the friggin' fly, in less than a minute, goes back to normal and starts flying away. I just want to thank you again for listening to the Colin Confidential podcast. Make sure you send us a DM on social media at Colony Confidential or email us at colonyconfidential at gmail.com.